You are tuning in to Red Zone Coffee Talk with your hosts, Tim. And Zachary. And we are back getting ready for, sadly, the last weekend of NFL football. Not ever, but like for a while. Well, you don't know. The Lord could return. That's true. It could be ever. So we have to cherish it. Um, But it is Super Bowl week and Super Bowl weekend coming up. Um, And we're, I mean... It's weird. I think it's a bittersweet time because I'm excited, but also not excited because <laughs> it means no more football. Although we do get the UFL in the spring, so we'll see. But I don't have high hopes for that. Did uh, did the XFL still going or did they merge? No, they merged. That's what the UFL is now. It's the merge between the USFL and the XFL. So the Rock killed the XFL. Pretty much, yeah. He killed it and merged it. So now the the two the two divisions are the XFL division and the USFL division. Oh, so they do it. They literally merge. Like yeah. The teams. So there's four. There's eight teams, four from each, and they did a draft. Um, oh, so they did get rid of some teams. Yeah, I think they some of the teams that maybe had overlapping cities. Um, I don't remember, but it's like so the the. Hold on, let me look it up. I know the D. I'm pretty sure the DC Defenders are still on there, and I think maybe the Arlington Renegades. Um, well, that's pretty hype. UFL teams. We've got yeah, Arlington Renegades, the DC Defenders. Birmingham Stallions. They were the winners of the USFL. Two-time, actually, winners. Um, so, the Birmingham Stallions, the Arlington Renegades, DC Defenders, and the Houston Roughnecks. And then, from the XFL, you have, I think, Memphis Showboats, St. Louis Battlehawks, Michigan Panthers, or maybe you there, USFL. I don't remember. And then the San Antonio Brahmas. Um, so they've got, um, yeah. I was trying to think if there were any good, like, notable players. Um, Corey Coleman is playing. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I know Jay Sternberger. Who's a tight end? I don't know. If, uh, Kurt Benkert is playing, who I'm most excited about. But is, it, well, is there? I can't remember. Is there a reason that you like? He's your guy. Um, it's because when I was in high school, me and my buddies, we went to the Hall of Fame game, and he was playing. He was on the Falcons at the time, just a backup. And I just, uh, we thought his name was funny because Bert Benkert, Kurt Benkert, and we were like, if you mix it around, mix it, mix it around, it'd be Ben Kurt Kurt. Or something. we just thought it was funny, so I latched onto him, and then, like, and so I just love him. And now he's like popular on YouTube, and he's playing in this. But I think he's injured. But I don't know. But, um, yeah. So it should be fun. I mean, there's football, football. So I'll watch it, and I'll see. Hey, that's the right perspective. Yeah. And who was it? There was a couple names that I was excited. Like, I think it's exciting. Like, I'm mostly excited for like guys. Like, okay, you got, um, like. Lindsey Scott, a quarterback from Incarnate Word College, you know, or like, um, like guys who, I mean, can ball out that played it, um, like tiny schools, you know, uh-huh. um, and their chances to like show out because they're probably not going to get much looks otherwise. Uh, cause there were some guys from some small schools, Monmouth, Sam Houston. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited for that. And also, I'm excited for the news. There's a chance oh, Chad Ochocinco. Oh, that's right. I forgot you, you texted me that. He said he wanted to play. He's like, I don't think I don't think he will. He's old. Maybe for the publicity, they'll do it. But uh, I think he should. I, th- I think it would be better if T.O. came back, too. That would be sweet. So, let's, let's hope. And then maybe we can well, – okay, if you could – uh, if you could pick uh, X NFL players, uh, give me two receivers, one running back, 
a tight end and a quarterback that you would want your offense with. Okay. And, and not in their the, prime, like who they are now. Who they are now? Yeah. Man. Like you got to bet on uh, – and they, they can't be Tom Brady because he's just retired. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to go – it's going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think I have to go. So I'm going Tim Tebow. Oh, my gosh. I think uh, he's still insane. I think he's ripped. I think he'd be great. Tim Tebow. Um, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, yeah, Tim Tebow, Marshawn Lynch. <sighs> Who are receivers? And a tight end. Dang. I'd probably go Gronk at tight end. Okay. Either Gronk or Greg Olson. I dig it. Um, and then receivers. Man, I'm trying to think of some receivers who are re- like not that could still play. Hmm. Um, let's go. Let's go, Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, because I feel like he's, he, he's not even technically retired yet. So that's a great pick. Really? Okay. Yeah, he, he never officially retired. Okay, so Fitzgerald, and then, hmm, man, this is tough because receiver. I feel like. You gotta be fast, and I'm trying to think of guys who. And Cal, I think I go Calvin Johnson. Uh, yeah. So you Meg- go Megatron, Hebo, Marshawn Lynch, Calvin Johnson, and Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Okay, I dig that. Who would? What about you? I would go Brett Favre. Okay. Because I think he he's probably not accurate. He can't move, but he still would sling it. The only problem is with all the debt he's in. Well, we can play yard ball. Oh, okay. Like, you know, have you seen Longest Yard? Yeah, I've seen that. Or like those like uh, those commercials for like the copper wire braces that Brett Favre's always in. Yeah, the uh, copper tone. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yep. <laughs> Whatever it is. Those were always on at like 2 in the morning. That is, that's exactly what they were. <laughs> um, Brett Favre? Running back, I think I'd want Frank Gore to come back. Okay. Or Jamal Charles. Uh, but probably Frank Gore because the name name value. Yeah. Um, tight end. Uh, I'll go Tony Gonzalez. Okay. I was going to say Aaron Hernandez, but, you know. Wow. Um, Man, that's tough. <laughs> he was a good tight end when he played. Yeah, he, I, he was. He's also dead. And a murderer. <laughs> wow. Um, and then my receivers, I would go – I probably would go Terrell Owens. I think he, he still got it. Um, I'm trying to think. You know what? And, well, does this – do they have to be retired or just out of the league? Out of the I, league is fine, I think. Okay, so Josh Gordon. Yeah, that's a good one. That's what, that's what I'd say. Yeah, I think also I'm going to change. Well, I don't know if another running back I just thought of, and he, he's this is uh, relevant because news has just come like recently. Le'Veon Bell has said he wants to make a return to the league. I don't know if you Did saw you, that. I saw someone mention he said he wanted to go to back to the Steelers. Yeah, like if he's going to go, he wants to go only to one team, and I think it's the Steelers. I don't think they want him back. I don't know. He apologized, he said, but he's going to start training. I, mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. If Looking at their how their running back room was not great this year. I'm not saying Le'Veon Bell is going to be any better, but we saw what he was at his peak. If by training, if there's I, again, I don't think this is even. I don't even know if it's possible, but I feel like if you watch him and you he trains and you see him and you think there's a chance he could be anything like what he was, why not just bring him onto the practice squad? and see what happens, you know. And if in practice he doesn't, it's like he's not worth it, then you cut him. But 
Like, I feel like it's a low risk, high reward situation. Yeah, that's fair. I because you um, seem to like, uh, who was it? Some guy, like, there's some guys like that have made practice squads before. Um, I want to say Melvin Gordon. Like, you know, it's the kind of guy that's like, yeah, like, I don't think he's got it anymore, but we might as well have him in the room and maybe he shows up and it's like, actually, yeah, he needs to play, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, I don't think it's a horrible idea. Um, I don't think he'll ever see the field again. I just don't having been out of league for as long as he has and just how the last, his last seasons were like, it's just unfortunate because he was the top of the world and he was so good. Um, but well, I hope I do. He was, and in fantasy too. Man, he was so he, good. He was fun, so fun. Yeah. Well, that was a quick, uh, a quick walk down the alleyway of the UFL. Sorry about that. That's fun though. Uh, but with the even with the UFL, this is the last weekend of NFL football because we have the Super Bowl matchup with the AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs taking on the NFC champion. San Francisco 49ers. Um, Zach, mm-hmm. I don't remember, but I, I I don't remember who our predictions were from before the season started. Uh, but I want to say I'm we were saying the Niners. Like, I remember that much. I want to say in the AFC, I don't remember what we predicted. If we did predictions super early on. But I think we did. I'm, I'm going to – we did. Let me find it. I think I might have said Browns Niners because I was like, but, and then realistically I might have changed it. But yeah, see if you can find that. But I know the Niners, I mean, we were both like Niners, Niners or Eagles or maybe Lions. I think Lions were the sleeper, which Lions and Niners, those were good picks. And um, yeah, I'm trying to find, it's hard to find notes. Oh, I bet. You did say Browns. I did. Yeah, I remember saying that. I couldn't remember if that was realistic or if that was me joking, but, like, kind of realistic. Then if I gave another one, I couldn't remember. But Okay, yeah, we so we picked the Super Bowl back in April when we okay. did our friend mock draft. So I do have everybody's picks, actually. Wow, okay. So – I'm going to go, let's say, okay, so Ethan said Bills over Eagles. Uh, Chiefs over Cowboys. Uh, Jake Lysak said Jets lose to the Eagles. Tough. Um, Isaiah said Eagles over Chargers. Okay. Clint said Eagles over Bills. Jared said Bengals over Niners. Uh, You said Browns over Niners, and I said Bengals over Niners. So we did both pick the Niners. Yeah. I mean, if we had a gun to our head, we would have put the Chiefs in the conference championship. Probably. So. Yeah, Niners. So, not bad. Um, not bad at all, actually. What? Who? Did, wait, what did Nick say? Um, I don't think we got one from Nick. I think oh, yeah, he, he had to dip out early, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, all that being said, <laughs> the matchup is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. I was realizing this week, or a couple weeks ago, my feelings towards the Chiefs are similar to my feelings towards the Warriors, I feel like. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And not I don't think it's as much hatred, but I think I'm just like, man, they annoy me. Mm. And I'm just done. I want them to lose. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I think I'm just ready. I'm tired of the no one believed in us crap because, like, no one has said – I mean, maybe a little bit this year, but, yeah, whatever. But that being said, that's the big thing to talk about is the Super Bowl. So, um, right off the bat, Zach, who are you? Who are you taking? Like, who are you leaning? You don't have to make a pick, but where would you say you're leaning right now? Mm. For me, it's like the the holistic pick of the Niners as a team, or Patrick Mahomes is what I feel yeah. like. Um. I'm going to go Chiefs because I'd rather be wrong than to be the Niners, but picking against the Chiefs and then you being wrong is just tough. Yeah. I, that's an inch. I, I'm, 
I feel the same way because I'm like, I think the Niners are a better team, but betting against Mahomes has gone poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I can pick the Chiefs. I think I'm leaning Niners still. I just think holistically, but um, I don't know. I, I we'll see maybe after our conversation if we if we feel more staunchly that's my word of the day staunchly one way or the other. Um, but I was looking at I'm trying you know so maybe pick out I thought we talked about just some keys or, or decisive storylines for this game. Um, you know, one I think uh, is with the um, the Chiefs and their offense. Uh, you know, for most of the season, and I think we, we've talked about this on the podcast, like the offense for the Chiefs was not um, – didn't inspire confidence. Mm-hmm. It picked up as the season went on, and it seems that they're starting – they've hit a stride. Um, I think part of that, a couple stats that I looked up, one thing uh, that I noticed – um, in the playoffs versus the race season. So Travis Kelsey was a name, always a name we get, get gets brought up. Uh, but he didn't have a great season. Mm-hmm. Not really as dominant. But, you know, in the regular season, he averaged about 66 yards um, uh, a game. In the playoffs, he's averaged 87. So he's averaging almost 20 yards more uh, a game. And then as well, during the regular season – he was averaging 6.2 catches on eight receptions, which is about 78%. But in the playoffs, he's averaging 7.7 catches on nine targets, um, which is 86. So I think I do. I, I do think that that is something to be to be said about their offense. Is in a lot of ways is as much as it goes through Patrick Mahomes. What we saw early on is if no one is able to catch. It, it won't work, mm-hmm. right? Like it goes through Mahomes, but it has to go to someone, right? And we've seen, I think, as I think the game is going to go for the Chiefs in a lot of way at ways as Mahomes and Kelsey go. Um, not that other receivers won't have an impact, but I think Kelsey is just the dominant. He's the dominant playmaker outside of Mahomes and Pacheco, right? Um, and I think for them to win, I do think he's going to have to have a good game. Um, so that's how I feel about the, the, their offensive chances. I think Rashi Rice can play well, you know, Justin Watson, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Miko Hardman, they're all good receivers, but they're not, they're not Travis Kelsey. They're not (laughs) the same impact. So I think if Kelsey does not have a good game, I think it's hard for the chiefs to win this game. That's how I feel. What do you think? Yeah, it's gonna be Kelsey. I, I my biggest concern the Chiefs defense has been pretty good this year, but like I feel like it's just hard to stop. Like you talked about the Chiefs' lack of weapons in some ways. Like the Niners just like they're polar opposites in terms of what they have available at their disposal. So it's just tough because like the Niners, if you have if Debo's feeling like 100, percent you have Debo, Brandon Ayuk. George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell is like a great number two back. And then their O line is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and then Brock Purdy was is probably the liability. And he's not yeah. he's bad. He's not like he's still, I think he's a good quarterback, but of the of everybody on their offense, he's yeah. definitely a liability. Whereas for the Chiefs, it's Kelsey and Mahomes, and then everybody else is the liability. So Yeah, I, I think um I agree. I think Brock Purdy is the liability um, for the Niners. And what we've seen, I was looking at, he he has dropped off. Like, from his performance in the regular season, I think near the end got worse. And compared to the regular season, his he's been worse in the playoffs. Now it's only two games, but still he's, um, he's throwing four. He's averaging about uh, 10 less passing yards a game, which isn't much, but as 61% as opposed to 70% passing percentage, which is crazy. He was averaging 70. Yeah. Um, and then his QBR um, in the regular season, he was average. Uh, his QBR was 113. In the playoffs, it's been 87.7. So he he's dropped. Um, and 
I, I do think his play has shown that, but I was talking with some people about this and they're like, I don't think Brock Purdy is nearly as good as people say. And I'm like, you're probably right. He does get hyped up, but I, whether Brock Purdy is elite or just good, I do think he's clutch. Um, I don't, I think he, he does not shy away from big moments in games. Mm-hmm. Now there have been some big games where he hasn't played well, but in the playoffs, he's been clutch. I mean, there's, there was a drive uh, against the lions where they needed to score and he took him down, used his legs and, and you know, and so I do think he is going to show up um, now that he has a chance to play in this game. So. Yeah, it'll be, um, well, I, I do wonder, what do you think of, uh, I guess, whose defense do you think will be most bend, don't break? Man, uh, it's going to be really, I think it's going to be a really tough, uh, that matchup I'm excited to see is the Niners offense versus the Chiefs defense. Because um, the Chiefs defense, I mean, during the season, they, they allowed 17.3 points per game on average in the mm-hmm. playoffs they've averaged only allowing 13.7 so like their defense is playing very well the Niners offense in the regular season they averaged 28.9 points in the playoffs they're averaging 29 which is in the regular season that's second I think only the Dolphins mm-hmm. so like you have a very high powered offense going against a very staunch defense um, so I think in a lot of ways uh, that that could be a I mean not that that's the determining factor but I think that's the matchup I'm interested to see and then on the other side you have the Chiefs offense which hasn't been insane they average about 20.21.8 points a game during the season playoffs 23.5 um, the Niners defense though has been I think on the downtrend um they averaged allowed 17.5 points a game per the season, but in the last five of of their six games, they allowed 20 points. Mm. And the playoffs, they've allowed between the two games, they've allowed an average of 26 points each, 21 to the uh, to the Packers and 31 to the Lions. So, you know, you have on. I, I think that that could be a real conversation where you have a defense that statistically seems to be on the decline and an offense that statistically seems to be on the incline. Mm-hmm. Like that could be really dangerous. And then on the other side, you have just two powerhouses. So um, I looking at just the stats that seems to say the chiefs are going to win. Um, I don't think that now I, it doesn't work out all, nearly as clean as that. And I don't think it will. Because I, I think in a lot of ways, I think a lot of ways, regular season trends can get thrown out the window when it comes to the Super Bowl, right? Mm. I mean, it's you've been prepping. It's the final game. Like a team could be trending downward and then win, you know. So I, I think it's interesting. I think it's a storyline. It's important. Uh, but I think, I think. Uh, I think both teams are are good matches for each other. So I think, I think really what it's going to come down to is Kyle Shanahan versus Steve Spagnola and Andy Reid versus I don't know who the Niners defense coordinator is right now, but um, is it Raheem Morris? No, he's with the Rams. Yeah, I don't know who their DC is to be honest with but, you. Like I think it's gonna, and I think Shanahan versus Reed is the is the primary, you know, uh, uh, fight in this game. The two of the best mastermind coaches in the league, Shanahan and Reed, have probably some of the best offensive systems. They're some of the the best coaches. Like, um, I think it's gonna in a lot of ways come down to them, and, and you know, making the right calls. Um, so I think it's it's gonna be a fun game to watch. Um, what is your, uh, what was I going to say? But you like, you know, those like weird Super Bowl bets. Oh yeah. We we did some of those last year, didn't we? Yeah. What, uh, 
What color do you think the Gatorade's going to be this year? I'm going to go blue. I'm going red. Oh, it's probably, you're probably right. I feel like this is the year where you got two yeah. reds. It's you're probably right. Time. I'm going to change it. I'm going to go red. That was smart. I, well, I had thought about I thought about it before. I, asked yeah. I cheated. Here's one. Over, I saw this over under five and a half times Taylor Swift is shown on the broadcast. Over. It's the Super Bowl. Over. Yeah. I mean, even at halftime, they'll probably show her. Yeah, you could actually bet on that. Like, I, it was bets that are actually on, like, FanDuel or Sportsbooks or is the over-under for Taylor Swift. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, coin toss, head or tails? Ooh, uh, tails never fails. Uh, yep, tails never fails. That's what I'm going with. It's You can't – yeah, it's just hard to go away from that. Yeah, there's no heads one. I don't know if there's a saying for heads, so it doesn't work very well. Any other – you got any other off the top of your head? Um, not of – I was trying to think of the other the other crazy ones. Oh, another one was what color shirt will Taylor Swift be wearing? Mm. Red. Yeah, the betting favorite was red. Purple was like plus 20,000. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that was the lowest, lowest odds. Yeah, no, it's intriguing. I feel like it's got to be red. Yeah, either red or yellow. That's true. Yellow's going to give me two. But I think it's going to be red. Unless she comes straight. Unless she has to come straight. Well, she's just wearing her Eras outfit from her tour. Oh, yeah, because she's getting, like, right off the plane. Yeah. That is kind of crazy that that's how that will probably go. Yeah. Good for now, her. Wait for do you think – and I don't remember. I, I wonder if there's a stat, but – Let's say something happens, not bad, but like her a flight gets delayed, she misses the game. Do I'm you think minor. you think that impacts Kelsey? Yes, I think he'll be distracted. Yeah, because right? I'm I'm pretty sure in games she wasn't there. They were like he didn't play well. I want to say that was something that happened. I feel like for yeah, and especially given like if that's what happened. If, like, her flight got delayed or something. Like, I feel like he'd be pretty stressed. Yeah. Second question. If the Chiefs win, does Travis Kelsey propose? No, I don't think Taylor and – they both don't seem like someone who would want to settle down. Right? I don't crazy? know. I have no idea. Do you think they would? Maybe. I feel like it would be the perfect – in terms of the NFL script, you have this couple – it's word all season, and they win the Super Bowl, and it, cl- it climaxes with them getting married. You know, mm. I feel like the script writers were would be writing some fire if that happened. That's true. That's but who true. knows? Who knows? All right. Well, before we move on from the Super Bowl, let's uh, we got to pick our MVP. Who do you think will be the Super Bowl MVP? Uh, I picked the, uh, we'll say, we'll say for each instead of, because we might be leaning one way or the other. If the chiefs win, who will it be? And then if the Niners win, who will it be? If the chiefs win, I'm going Pacheco. Okay. Uh, and if the Niners win, I'm going McCaffrey. Okay. What about you? Um, I think if the chiefs win, I think, I think it'll be Mahomes because, Here's the I, I think what'll happen. I think whichever team wins, I think it'll be the quarterback because those mm. Mahomes and Purdy have been like the storyline. Yeah, you know. So I think there's a uh, a real sense in that. But um, from a betting standpoint, I was thinking about this: if let's say the Niners win, but Brock Purdy doesn't have a great game, uh. I think, like, right now, the odds for George Kittle to win Super Bowl MVP are, like, insane. Like, like you could get it, like, you know, like, really, really high. But I do think it's very possible there's a world. Like, I think of the the Rams-Patriots Super Bowl where Julian Edelman won it, right? Tom Brady didn't play great, and so it was the best, like, who had the most impact. So I think there's a chance that if, if George Kittle would have the biggest impact, he could win it. So I was like, man, putting a dollar on that to win, like, a couple hundred bucks. Not a bad idea. Yeah, that's a good bet. Are you going to take it? 
I probably won't, but um, I just thought about that. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably going to be Purdy or Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. So, I and I think my final pick, I'm going to go with the Niners. I, I think I'm I'm going to trust the football gods to bring about the justice that is needed for the, the all of the um, Jackson Mahomes, Taylor Swift. Mm. All that. It's time for justice to be brought down upon their household. God's wrath has been stored up for them, and now it is about to be poured out. Wow. Um, I mean, I can't argue with the God's wrath argument. That's that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Who am I to challenge? Exactly. Well, I guess we'll find out. Are you going with the Chiefs then? Final Final pick? Um, I am. I'm sticking with them. I, I don't know if I can, uh, I, I, I just can't get myself to pick against them. Yeah. I'm okay with being wrong on that. I, I'm sure I probably will be in hindsight. That's okay. That's, I, I like the, I like the attitude. I like the attitude with it. And either, either happy or you're right. There's only one, you know. Amen. Yeah. See, that's the spirit. Yeah. That's true. But, well, it's going to be a fun Super Bowl to watch. Um, we will, at our next episode, we'll 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 rate our favorite commercials. That's one of my favorite parts is watching the commercials. So we'll just be on the lookout for that. Um, we'll rate what commercials were our favorite. Um, but yeah, well, let's move on to uh, we got to talk uh, something that happens before the Super Bowl. We have NFL honors will be uh, coming here. I think they happen Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. Um, yeah, and uh, we've already talked. We've talked about the award winners a couple different times um, through the season, but, you know, this is our last chance. So kind of I think what we're going to do, we're going to give our, our final predictions and what we're going to – we're going to say who we think will win the award and then also who we think should win the award. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that's a, a good way to do it because maybe they'll line up. Maybe they won't. We'll see what happens. So let's start. Um, where do you want to start, Zach? Um, let's start with MVP because I think that one is going to be an easier conversation. Yeah, you're probably right. So who do you think should win? Who do you think will win? Tim? I think I think Lamar Jackson will win the MVP. Uh-huh. I've been struggling with this because it's hard for me to say he should win. Uh-huh. Not because he was bad. It's just like. Like in this this in this season of all seasons, I feel like McCaffrey could win it. You know, mm. like it's it feels like the first season in a while where a quarterback hasn't completely blown away everybody. Um, in all reality, so I I don't know if McCaffrey should, but I'm like, man, like what? Why? Why is Lamar more deserving of it than him? And the argument I've heard is when it comes to MVP, think about like if you take the guy off the team, would they still do as good? If you take Lamar off, that's probably not. They're probably going to be bad. Um, if you take McCaffrey off, maybe you know the the scheme's still really good. So I don't know. Uh, I in probably Lamar should win it, uh, edging out Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Yeah, so that's uh, – I think that's all I have to say about it. What do you think? Uh, I think Lamar – if like, taking into account the postseason, I don't know if he should win. Yeah. But, but the postseason doesn't matter. Yeah. So, I think I would say Lamar should win and he will win. Because the one seed, he was consistent. Like, pretty much everybody else, barring McCaffrey, maybe you count the injury, but – like other quarterbacks had a couple of games where they just were duds. Yeah. And uh, Lamar just really never had that. So to me, Mike, that's a pretty good. Pretty Until good playing the Chiefs. Until Correct. Which yeah. doesn't matter in voting. So yeah, that's my thought. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's true, but all right. Offensive player of the year. Ooh. McCaffrey. I think he should and will win. Yeah, I agree. Um, Tyreek Hill is a close second, though, I think. Yeah, I think Tyreek Hill is a close second. I think if Tyreek had broken 2,000, I think it's a much harder conversation. But 
Yeah. I, I think he, he's another one. I mean, when he wasn't on the field, you saw that impact on the dolphins. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, I, I still think McCaffrey's just been dominant both in the running and receiving game. And so like, he's been the best offensive player. So I think he should win. And I think he will. Uh, defensive player of the year, Timothy. Um, man, I think, I think Miles Garrett should win it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, sh- I fear he won't because of stat, like people look at stats. And so I think there's, there is a chance TJ Watt wins it. Um, I'm going to go with Miles Garrett for both. I'm going to say he should and that he will. Um, I think he should because he's just – he was so disruptive and, like, he was the best defensive player. Like, it's not all just about, sat, like, stats. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we know that now uh, every, in every category, you know. Um, his pass rush win rate was, is, like, in – I mean, insane. Um and not to mention, like, how many – and you think about the defense, how well a defense is playing, how many three and outs they forced. Like, like I would say the Steelers' defense, like, like I don't know if, how much difference this would cause, but, like, the Steelers were not great. They made mm-hmm. the playoffs, yes, but they, they wouldn't – I wouldn't say they had a good season. You know, yeah. they had a mediocre season. But they their defense was on the field a lot. And mm-hmm. so – the more so that's isn't that gonna rack up stats for your defensive players the more snaps they have you know like yeah um so i'm there's part of me that says you know like like it's almost like miles garrett being on a good defense and leading a good defense that got off the field quicker is penalized for that when i think it shows i mean his his stats line up he's still like you know i mean let me let me look at the stats hold on let me pull them up just to just to to know. Miles Garrett he had fourteen sacks. TJ Watt had nineteen. But um Miles Garrett Yeah, 14 sacks, four forced fumbles. Um, I want to know hey, – let me see a snap count. Let me look up their snap count. Was I – mean, I feel like, yeah, the statistically, I think TJ Watt has an argument, but I think in terms of what – he did for the team. I think it's got to be Miles Garrett. TG Watt had 931 snaps. Okay. Miles Garrett had 812. Wait. A hundred and twenty more plays. TJ Watt was on the field. Okay, so that matters. I think that matters. And you only four more sacks. Yeah, that definitely matters. I, I mean, feel Garrett, like that, yeah. Garrett is the the uh betting favorite too, which I think yeah. is important to consider. Yeah, no, I think so too. So I think he should win and I think he will. Um yeah, I would agree. I think at this point those are like that's gotta be pretty unanimous, I think. Yeah. Uh, comeback player of the year? I think DeMar Hamlin will win it. Mm-hmm. Um, should, in all reality, I think this might, I think Baker Mayfield probably should win it. I think he probably, I think he is the actual comeback player because you have DeMar Hamlin, yes, I mean, he came back from dying 
but he played like five snaps. Um, if even. Yeah. And then Joe Flacco, again, I love Joe. He came out great, but he didn't play a whole season. And like, like Baker, I just feel like his story, you know, from last year being, you know, traded for like gone, went to the Panthers, you know, didn't play great there, got traded to the Rams, had the one game, like, and then he gets this deal with the Bucks, and he leads them to playoffs and he has like a career year. Like it's a similar story. I feel like to Gino um, in a way. So I think he should win it um, just based on what he did and how well he played. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think DeMar Hamlin will. I just, I just think at this point it's inevitable. So. Yeah. I think I agree with you in terms of, I think he will. Um, But man, I really want Joe Flacco to win it. I I feel that too. But yeah, I, I don't think. Uh, he will. I mean, it's like as a, um, what do you do as a voter? Like you can't not vote for uh, Demar Hamlin. Yeah. Like you're kind of, you know, yeah, you have to. So, yeah, it's tough, man. But I think he's gonna win. I would have. I kind of wish. Like I do wonder if he'll be on the roster next year. Uh, or if they're just going to dump him. Joe? Uh, no, DeMar Hamlin. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. What? I feel like I was saying, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's been long enough that now, even if he wins comeback player of the year, like, um, Like, even if he – I don't know. I feel like it's been long enough that they can cut him without it being a big deal. Mm. I, I do I, – I honestly think that the reason he was on the team this year is because they couldn't – from a – PR standpoint. He, yeah, PR standpoint, that it would look too bad. Yes, I agree. I mean, there's no way you keep someone like him around that – a safety that doesn't play at all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the roster, not on the practice squad. So – Yeah, I agree with you there. But, yeah, it's just a weird – it was the biggest story of last year, honestly, just because yeah. it was the, the It's wild. I don't know if there's ever been anything like this in the NFL. I mean, I think Alex Smith was one, but Alex Smith actually came back and played, like, majority of the season, mm-hmm. you know, after his devastating injury. So, Yeah, dude, I don't know. I uh, – yeah, it's got to be him one. I think yeah. if Flacco had played a couple games more, maybe. Yeah. Been, but with where he ended up, like he played, what, six games maybe? Yeah. So I just don't think that gets it done for him. No, I agree. Uh, what are Offense. our rookies? Uh, yeah, our rookies. Offensive rookie of the year, CJ Stroud will win it and he should win it. Agreed. I mean, he's been not just the best rookie quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks this year. So, I don't think there's really any argument for anyone else. Maybe Puka. Um, I mean, not that I think Puka should, but I think there's an argument for a second. He's a close second because he, I mean, breaking the record that he did and being, what, like a fifth-round pick? Mm-hmm. Um, so, he had a great season. But it's – Stroud had an amazing – amazing season so i think and he's a quarterback so i think that'll overshadow puka but yeah puka had a great year but like stroud took a team that was like second worst in the league to yeah no yeah so that's pretty significant no i agree um defensive rookie I think I think what's going to happen, I think Will Anderson is going to win it. I think Jalen Carter should win it. The reason I think this is, I think, because the Eagles collapse at the end of the season. I think as much as it's a player award, I do think your team, it, like how your team performs, does go into it. Um, and so with them collapsing, 
I feel like Will Anderson and then the Texans like skyrocketing. I think that was enough of a, I think that storyline's going to play into it. So that's what I'm predicting. I think it's also very possible that Jalen Carter does win it, but I think I'm going to go with Will Anderson winning it and Jalen Carter should win it. I think Will should win it. And I'm actually, I think he should, or, or he will win it. I think he should win it. Oh, okay. Um, for a similar reason, like I think that their defense, like I know there was more than just him uh, in terms of why they turned around, but that defense was atrocious and had the only player of notoriety on the roster last season on the defense was Derek Stingley. Um, and so for Will Anderson to come in and then the defense just drastically improve alongside of him, I don't think it was because of him. But I think that matters. And for the Eagles, their defense was worse this year. Yeah. And not, it was not Jalen Carter's fault. But in terms of impact, I think Will Anderson. Yeah, I get that. Impact. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I think I think it can go to either one. I just think, for me, Jalen Carter, his – I mean, statistically and based, like at position grading, he was one of the best defensive tackles. Like, not just rookie. You know, so – I think he was dominant, but Will Anderson also had a great season. So I think, I don't think either is a bad choice. Um, but man, Texans hit, and that was what picks two and three. Yeah, I mean they, you can't really hit it out of the park any more than that. And and making the playoffs and winning a yeah. playoff, like, yeah, that's exceptional. And how they, I mean, think about their draft class. You had Will Anderson, CJ Stroud, Tank Dell was on a tear before he got injured. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, who else? Hold on, let me look. Let's look at their draft class. I want to be reminded. All right, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, Juice Scruggs. I don't know how much he played. I'd have to look. Tank Dell. Dylan Horton, Henry Toto, he played. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Jarrett Patterson, he was playing. Um, let me see. Like, I think they had a really good. Uh, let me see what their the O lineman's grades were. Uh, he didn't play a ton. Overall, the juice was – I mean, but he played. But I'm pretty sure Jarrett Patterson played a lot more. And he was later. Jarrett was a – he's a uh, center, right, or a guard? Yeah. Yeah, they both – they were both – But I mean, they're starters on the O-line, I'm pretty sure. They both played around 400-something snaps. So they were rotating on the O-line, at least getting in. Um, so, and then like they drafted Xavier Hutchinson. He didn't play much. Um, but I mean, even with those three picks alone, you, those are, it's a knocked out of the park, uh, draft. So yeah, Houston's in a good spot. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. All right, lastly, Coach of the Year. Who will win it? Who should win it? Kevin Stefanski for both. Really? You think Kevin's going to win it? Um, I think guys like D'Amico Ryans have a really good reason to win. Or Shane Steichen. Like, you think Steichen's like, oh, man, they almost made the playoffs with Gardner Manchu. Um, or, like, D'Amico obviously taking a, yeah. a like two-win team or three-win team. I think two wins to uh, the playoffs. And I think apart if, if Deshaun Watson had not gotten hurt, then I think, yes, those, one of those two, probably D'Amico. But Deshaun Watson did get hurt, and the Browns still won 11 games. And the 12th, the Bengals game, in some ways, didn't really count because you played Jeff Driscoll. Um, you win 11 games, 
and half of those games are backups. Like, we played the most quarterbacks for a team that's ever made the playoffs. Yeah, since, like, like the 60s. To me, like, that says coaching. Like, to keep the team together yeah. now up, like, I don't know how else you, you – No, I, I agree. I think he should. I just – You think D'Amico will? I, I think either D'Amico or Dan Campbell. Oh, I, that's true. Yeah, I didn't just, Again, in a lot of, like – I do think, like we said, storylines play a lot into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think D'Amico and Dan have been in the with a Dan Campbell. What he's done with the Lions has been in the in a a lot more than the Browns. If the Browns' focus has been on Joe Flacco rather than Stefanski, um, which I do, th- but I think it's Stefan. I think his leadership is what carried them through this. So mm-hmm. I think he should, and I would love for him to. I just, I, I think. These award this award often goes to either a a coach like I remember when Shanahan won it like they were just they, the Niners just insane. Um, last year who last year was Brian Dable, so or a new coach who takes a team, uh, like to the playoffs or does well. So I think you know I think it could like I think those are the storylines that more often win rather than a coach who endured hardship even though that makes him a great coach and should be coach of the year it's not a storyline that often wins it so mm, right. i think i'm gonna go with dan campbell i just think he's been i mean the lions have been the like america's team in a way yeah um so i think dan campbell's gonna win it um yeah i i, I don't know i just kind of forgot about dan campbell but i think uh he's yeah good i mean the lions Going from being the Lions to being a what they're the three seed, but twelve wins. Yeah, that's significant. So yeah, and I love. I'll tell you. I think this season, as as for as a Browns fan, as um, disappointing as it was at the, I mean, not disappointing, as frustrating as it was in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think what it showed. I I do think it. I think Stefanski is a legit coach, and I, I think he is our coach. Like to do what he did. Like I was. I, w- I won't lie, I was questioning a little bit after, because it was kind of like his play calling, like I was questioning, but was interesting, and um, like, I don't know if if this was, um, like, we're a team that was built to run, I feel like, but we were, I mean, Joe Flagg was laser, like, was, you know, balling out with the pass, and I think that was, you know, at times our... Um, some of our complaints about Stefanski is we were like, why are you lining up five wide? Why are you lining up for the pass when you have Nick Chubb? Mm. Um, and maybe it just realized, okay, actually now that we have the guys in there, like his system does work and it can like, it can light up and off it. Like it can light up the scoreboard. Yeah. Um, so I'd be, I'm excited again. It's, it's a, do I like Deshaun Watson as a person? No, I don't like that. He's our quarterback. It's frustrating because every time I talk about it, people are like, oh, you have a criminal quarterback and I feel horrible, but it's my team. And I just like, I got to go with it. I'm excited to see how the offense looks with a healthy Deshaun Watson. Um, And then uh, Nick Chubb will come back. I think we're going to, I think we either draft a running back or we make a signing in the off season. Cause I think Jerome Ford was good, but I don't think he's a number one back. Um, I don't think he's a bell cow. And I think we need a guy who can be a bell cow. So, like, I don't know if Derrick Henry – I don't know. That would be wild if we got Derrick Henry for a couple seasons. Um, that would be wild. But, you know, so I'm excited to see the offense. But I love Stefanski. He's my guy now. I would die for Kev. You would die for Kev. You've heard it here first, folks. I would die for Kevin. Kevin Man. Stefanski. What a love. What a passion. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, Tim, um, any other uh, any other Super Bowl postseason award thoughts? Not really. The one thing I was thinking conspiracy theory corner a little bit. Um I think I think the Ravens were supposed to play the Niners in the Super Bowl. Um, Cause the NFL was, t- I think the NFL was 
the script writers are tired of the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But people too quickly caught on to the Super Bowl logo color thing. Mm. And so uh, they were like, oh, 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 got to change it. And so they wrote a last second amendment and put the Chiefs in there. Interesting. That's why I, I was thinking about that. That's an intriguing, uh, intriguing thought. Because I mean, you think about how I know. Okay, and all. Let's let's just put it all on the line. We know the NFL is not scripted. Probably, mm-hmm. there are sometimes things that happen that I'm like, man, that's like just things that happen with play, like there's certain fouls with the Chiefs, and I know it's probably because. I'm frustrated with them, so I'm reading into things. But there are just times where things happen. I'm like, how? Like, I don't understand how that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, but whatever. It's I'm not. It's not worth it. I don't want to be seen as a lunatic. But um, I do. It's it is really interesting that they, in those colors, it was supposed to be you know Niners and Ravens, and the Ravens got. To, it wasn't like like the Ravens were right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean that logo is released before the season, right? right? So yep. how like, and the Ravens weren't projected to be this good, as good as they ended up being. So mm-hmm. how, like, is it just coincidence? But the like, there's only two teams that are purple. So, I don't know. It is weird. It feels weird. Uh, who do you think's behind the conspiracy? Like, if there's one person that would have the most to, to gain. Um, Roger Goodell. Then and why so? I don't know. I guess it's not working because everyone still hates him. So I was gonna say Bill Clinton. Bill, why? Okay, why does he have the most gain out of this? I actually have no idea. I just thought. <laughs> it, I think if if we're gonna clip one piece of the podcast, Bill Clinton's name is a good. Uh, actually, you know what it is? I think it's Jerry Jones. Hmm. And that's why the Ravens didn't make it. He said Lamar's not quarterbacky enough. Well, do you think Jerry Jones <laughs> would take Lamar over Dak? Like as a quarterback? Yes. Um right now, maybe. Okay. Jerry Jones from the Brown versus Board V education picture, Jerry Jones? No, no way. Uh, that's fair. I think he would. He wants. He wants Tony Tony Romo back bad. Mm. That guy would pay Tony Romo right now to be his quarterback. I mean, yeah, he definitely would. There's no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we are excited for the Super Bowl. We hope you uh, enjoyed listening to the Red Zone Coffee Talk today. If you if you have a chance. Hit uh, that share button, which where that's at, I don't know, but you can find it. You're, you're, you, you have skills. Find the share button and share this podcast with someone that you think would like sports talk. That's fun, mm-hmm. and and maybe we'll see if we get more listen, listeners. Who knows? Um, more listeners means we can up the the quality and, and up some things and maybe put more time to it. But right now, we just we're busy, so we do it when we can and it's fun. But if people like it, maybe we'll we'll uh, we'll pour some more energy into it. But Zach. Uh, any final words for our, our dedicated listeners before the end of this NFL season? Mm. It's been a great year. Uh, I'm sad football is finishing. It's always sad every single season. But this has been an exciting NFL season. It has. And I would say uh, we oh, – what was I going to say? Oh, this is one of the few years where the top teams weren't solidified. The Niners pretty much were, but even like there were just points of the season, like they went on that losing streak. So, yeah, it was know. a fun season. It was a very fun season. And you know what? As sad as the NFL season is ending, as football, NFL football is my favorite, but a very close second is the NFL draft. For I think for both Zach and I, so yes. yep. the combine will be very soon. We'll start mock drafts. I mean that's the so much part of the NFL fun. So we will be hitting that hard here in, in the in the coming months. So be ready for that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I think that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye.